All right, time for us to check in this morning with Rob Shaw, political correspondent for Czech News, who's sitting in for Von Palmer for a couple of weeks. Good morning, Rob. Good morning, Simi. Okay, I'm going to start with a critical question this morning. Are you ready? Mm, yes. Okay, Kirk or Picard? Oh, I that's not... I For me, Picard. Uh, 100% Picard. I just... Uh, you know, I was a next generation guy. I don't know. Are you Kirk? No, we, God, can, no. Can we no. continue talking? Yes, we can. Of course we can. I'm a Picard person. My okay. mother was a Kirk person. But yesterday you said like, you know, that new Star Trek show is the best since the original Star Trek or mm-hmm. Star Trek Next Generation. I thought maybe you might be a Kirk person, but I think it's always good to get that out of the way so we know where everybody stands. That's right. You got to be upfront about these things. It can <laughs> dissolve friendships right before your eyes. You know what? There were yelling matches at my house over this conversation, <laughs> over this topic, many, many times. Okay, so that's good to know. I'll have another Star Trek question for you tomorrow. Uh, but right okay. now, let's talk about the heat wave going on right now. Have you noticed a difference in how the government is responding to this versus what they did last year? Well, you know, last year was a heat dome, and we're not there yet. But boy, do you do see a big difference in the communication. I mean, there's a there's much more coordination going on. I noticed, you know, for example, Burnaby yesterday was putting out uh, a ton of information on misting centers and cooling centers, a mobile unit for the unhoused, and it kind of gets amplified by the provincial government uh, through its channels. There's a sort of you can get a sense that everyone is on the same page this time around, which was not the situation in the heat dome last time. It, we aren't at the point where government is kind of kicking into high gear its uh, its heat response uh, in the sense that it's not sending alerts out to people. It's not doing um, the kind of emergency, super emergency stuff that we might uh, assume that it will do when when and if things say sustained uh, hot. I mean, there's there's different levels the government has set now. There's warnings and there's extreme heat alerts, and uh, and we're not there yet, but. It is, it is night and day compared to last year when I think, you know, remember, we were focused on COVID yeah. last year. The premier was out talking about COVID restrictions lifting. Uh, and I think government lost a bit of sight on that crisis until it was too late. And this time around, uh, there is a lot of information out there and it's going out uh, all over the place. Which is like, which is what you'd want, right? In a situation like this. So, I mean, hard to say. Is there less of a focus on COVID, would you say, or is it they learned from last year that, listen, this is something we have to pay attention to? They were really stung last year. You know, that that feeling that 619 people died, a majority of whom were seniors living alone because uh, in a lot of cases, uh, people didn't check on them or gov- they didn't know and there was no way to reach them. And I, th- that will be one of the questions in government's response to whatever happens this summer and in the future is, are we reaching those at-risk people? It's fine to put things out on social media. Uh, you know, Burnaby has an interactive map now that you can go to, but are the elderly uh, who are living alone seeing that? If they don't have air conditioning, is anyone checking on them? There was a, you know, we like to blame government uh, or point to government to fix all of our problems sometimes, but there is that community aspect that the coroner service identified uh, and others have identified. You got to check on your neighbors, your friends, your friends of friends, uh, elderly people on your floor, uh, perhaps government can't do everything there, and and a lot of that is going to come down to I think compassion and making sure people uh, just get a knock on their door, which is weird, you know, Simi. In this day and age, we don't interact with people that way, yeah. especially in our buildings. But uh, in an emergency, which you know increasingly we are in when it comes to the weather, uh, sometimes you got to go out of your comfort zone there. That is so true, and we're I think we're also more used to doing it in the winter. If there's a snowstorm, we seem to know yeah. that like you know help out your neighbor, shovel those driveway. sidewalks, or, yeah. and if, if they can't do it. But this has been a new thing I think in summertime to learn that yeah you have to check on your neighbors in the summertime too. 
Uh, Now, that's one aspect that the government has been responding to. But let's also talk about kind of the crime-oriented events that we've seen of the last few days, the recent shootings, whether it was Whistler, what happened in Langley yesterday. I did notice that, you know, Public Safety Minister Mike Farnworth was was quick to talk about these and communicate about them yesterday. He was, and he faced uh, uh, several questions about whether government is going to review what's what's happened here, specifically kind of around the use of the Alert Ready system, that broadcast cell phone system uh, in the Langley shooting yesterday. And uh, it was both, I think, you know, you, you, there's been a lot of discussion on it on your station of whether sending it out in a very large geographic area outside of Langley was the best thing to do. And a lot of people feel like better to get that out uh, yeah, as far as you can. Exactly. But it it extended all the way to Oak Bay here on the island in some cases. And some people only got the second alert, which said there's a suspect uh, that's no longer a threat, but please stay out of the area. And it didn't mention Langley. So if you didn't get the first one, you had this weird alert in Oak Bay saying, is there a shooter in my community? And Oak Bay police had to put out a statement saying, no, that, that's not happening here. And so I think government's going to need to look at that. How do you better define the geographic like area it. so you don't yeah. confuse people? Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, that that is, I guess, part of any type of review the Solicitor General was saying. It's a very sensitive system alert ready because remember, and to go back to weather, this is something that government uh, has almost never used. BC was an outlier. It never used this system up until uh, last year. And it was under a lot of pressure to do it and to do it correctly, to have it available for police and others, to blast people's cell phones, to everyone can see what this alert is and whether it worked yesterday and how it worked. I mean, it technically uh, was in place for eight hours. Uh, and in fact, it didn't really end until 3.30 yesterday when the notification ironically came up during the RCMP's press conference with the public. So it, it's not quite, you know, like there's some areas to tweak there, but uh, that's certainly one of the areas that are being reviewed by the Solicitor General yesterday, and he was taking questions about it for sure. It's one of those things I feel like they can't win, right? No matter what they do. Don't send it out. People mm-hmm. are going to say, why didn't we all get it? Which is what happened a year ago. Send it out. And I think inevitably some people are going to complain. But in in this line of work, Rob, for you and I, I, I just feel like the more information, the better about what's going on out there. Yeah, well, not winning is pretty much governing. That's pretty much what what uh, being the BC government is like, you know, a series of no-win options. So I think you're right. Defaulting to more people is is the the idea. But there is a larger political sensitivity here for the government, and that is making sure that it has given the resources to the police to be responding. We heard from the commander of the RCMP in BC yesterday that he feels BC does have enough funding and uh, you know, for officers, for integrated gang enforcement and homicide response. And so that's not an issue. But there's a narrative that's been pushed here in Victoria on this government from the opposition that it is soft on crime. And although that's not really related so far anyways to yesterday's shooting, there is a kind of general sense that is being pushed against this government that there's there are some serious issues happening out there. Random assaults uh, in the downtown core in Vancouver, prolific offenders, uh, uh, people who are suffering from severe addictions and mental health issues, and and sometimes that linkage to crime to feed those. And you know, I don't think we're going to see anyone try to do any sort of politicization of yesterday's shooting. But the government is very sensitive to how it is responding to crime. It's sensitive to how the public is feeling about its fear and and the risk of of violent random attacks. And so um, that you know, there may be a larger concern here for government on whether or not people feel safe and how that reflects on it and how it reflects on what it's doing. And and I think it's very alive to that as well. Yeah, it sure seemed that way too, because like statements from the premier too, talking about that mm-hmm. it's safe out there. This is just like, you know, we trust the police are going to get to the bottom of this. 
Safety is a huge, uh, you know, political concern, right? I, the, the liberals have called this government soft on crime. And again, it's not directly related to yesterday's shooting. It could be more related to the Whistler uh, shooting where two people died and in, in believed to be sort of, you know, um, drug-related circumstances. And that is a, a more of a risk, I think, to government that it has, does it have a handle on the resources that are necessary to prevent these brazen um, public shootings uh, when they are related to organized crime. And, you know, the liberals have said that there's starting to become a kind of uh, revolving door justice system and that the government has to get better control on that, on prosecution, on court cases, on on um, on on penalties. But, you know, uh, that is a very difficult one for government to handle because it doesn't control prosecutions. It often doesn't control policing and it doesn't control judges on their sentencing. So it has to come up with a balancing the independence of all those groups with not appearing to be ignoring public fear in downtown and Metro Vancouver over, um, you know, violence that may or may not be actually increasing, but people feel scared yeah. of it. So there's a lot of political dynamics there. That is so interesting, though, Rob, the, the idea that they are very sensitive to that particular issue, so they respond quickly, but then take an issue like what's going on in our healthcare system, right? And I think a lot mm-hmm. of people would say, well, we don't see the same kind of, I'm sure they're doing a lot of work behind the scenes, but we don't get the same sense of responsiveness as we do on this crime issue. Well, the healthcare, the problem with the healthcare system is think of it as like a, a, you know, a very full shopping cart and you're trying to turn it and it takes so much effort just to make the tiniest adjustment. Uh, I mean, it takes 40% of our provincial budget instantly healthcare. It is so enormous that just managing the staffing issues, managing um, the ER wait times that we're seeing are, will take hundreds of millions of dollars and require immense amounts of work. Uh, you know, Adrian Dix as a health minister, it's not like he's not on this. He understands it. He's working on it. But whether it's fast enough, whether it is enough, whether yeah. people have enough patience in government to, to, after all of this time, to give them the leeway to make some changes here, I, I don't know. I think there's rising frustration on that. That's one of the biggest issues in polling right now is, yeah. is fear about the healthcare system and how that reflects on government. So true. All right, Rob, thank you. Okay, we'll talk to you tomorrow.